Welcome to Dr. Zoe Today, where the topics are always real, raw, and relevant about love, sex, and relationships. Warning, do not listen to this show if you are sensitive to controversial issues or easily offended. Dr. Zoe and her guests are not to be held liable for any shock, pissing of the past, sudden desire of change, or uncontrollable laughter. Now, here's your host, Dr. Zoe. And welcome back to Dr. Zoe today. Tonight, I'm going to take some time to answer your questions on love, sex, and relationships with my girl, Shorty with the 40. For those who don't know Susanna, who I call Shorty with the 40, you can get to know her tonight because she's right here with me now. Shorty, welcome back to the show. Thank you for having me back. And hi, all you naughty ones. It's your birthday. Uh, we gonna ride. Uh, it's your birthday. Uh, we gonna sip a cup. Uh, it's your birthday. Alright, so Shorty, go ahead and give out. I want yeah, everybody to know your Instagram and your Twitter so they can go follow you. Go ahead and give that out. Okay, well they're both the same. It's Shorty S H O R T Y D A S O or F Zero guys, not O. Okay, wait a second, wait a second, back up, back up, we got to back up that ass, girl, it's Shorty with the 40, so it's S-H-O-R-T-Y-W-I-T, so WIT, and then D-A, 40, 40, oh, right? Shit. I totally just left out my own at name. <laughs> okay, so check out Shorty, and for all of you who write in all the questions, I'm sorry, we can't get to all of them, but we're going to do our best. I know we skipped Ask Dr. Zoe questions last week, and I, for everybody on Twitter, like, I love you guys. Thank you for hashtagging Dr. Zoe today and hashtagging Ask Dr. Zoe. I truly appreciate it. And if you have a question about love, sex, and relationships, you can go to the app, the Dr. Zoe Today app, and you can just click on Ask Dr. Zoe and submit your question there or hashtag, like I said, Ask Dr. Zoe on Twitter. Or you could go to drzoetoday.com, which we got some from everywhere tonight. So we got a little mix, a little caboodle, a little this, and a little that. Let's see what we got. Shorty, what's the first question? All right, we got one from Robbie. He said, do you think it's possible to meet your future wife on Tinder? Maybe I'll swipe right and meet my Tinderella. (laughs) (laughs) hi Robbie Um, Robbie like Tinder really like seriously okay first of all you know the ideal situation is to meet somebody in person that you know but crazy things happen everybody's meeting online these days on apps these days so stranger things could happen I'm not going to say no you might not meet but think about what Tinder is really for Tinder is like a hookup kind of thing so I don't know I mean it could happen but I don't know I'd be surprised what do you think shorty I think any place you're going to meet your wife is a website you're going to have to put money towards. <laughs> and do you really want a wife that's on Tinder? Yeah, for real, for real, for real, for real. I mean, but if he's on Tinder and she's on Tinder, maybe they make a good Tinder couple. Who knows? You know, Desperado and Desperado. No offense, guys, but all that kind of stuff. Just use a little Desperado to me. Okay, next yeah, question. Yeah, get the fuck off Tinder. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> oh, okay. Next, we got Judith. What's the weirdest hashtag Ask Doctor Zoe question you've got you've ever gotten? Okay, the weirdest Ask Doctor Zoe question I've ever gotten was probably. So I did another show before this show. I did uh, Zoe and Friends years ago, and then I kind of took a break for a while, and then I started Doctor Zoe today. And the weirdest question I've gotten was. When we, it's probably like six months ago, there was this guy who wrote in and he married this chick and she was like the conservative, perfect wife and they had some friends over and they were having wine and he found out when the friends started drinking wine, they told him that there was a video that was readily accessible on the internet of his perfect wife that was having sex with a donkey and he didn't know <laughs> what to do and he didn't know what to do. He didn't know, he couldn't get it out of his mind and he didn't 
didn't know if he should stay with her or leave her, and I told him to leave her because every time she didn't disclose it to him, and every time he's with her, he's just thinking about her with this donkey, and it wasn't what he signed up for. So I told him to leave her. I mean, i got to be honest. But that was absolutely probably one of the weirdest. <laughs> I've gotten a lot of weird questions about, like, um, different weird fetishes and, like, just dirty stuff. I don't know why a lot of things about furry parties, they come up a lot on my show, and I still can't wrap my head around why somebody has to dress up as a fucking stuffed animal to, like, go have an orgy and have sex with people. Like, that's really kind of weird to me, but it's probably not weird. So, like, like Shorty, you're 19, right? I mean, is that weird to you? Yes. Furry, is furry parties weird to you? Yeah, I mean, maybe if I did ecstasy with all those people and they were like, hey, <laughs> let's get dressed up as Teletubbies and fuck each other, I might be like, all right. Like, I mean, I'm into weird shit, you know, but yeah. I think I'd have to be I'd have to be intoxicated to do that because no dude is ever going to fuck me in a costume like that. I mean, don't get me wrong. We can yeah, I know, but to me it's like you must totally, like, and maybe this is wrong of me to say, but I'm like, you must be trolls if you got to dress up as, like, a teddy bear or a horse or whatever. And they, like, are in these costumes, like, from head <laughs> to toe, and you have to go hook up that way. Or it's just that they're total freaks and they're trying to hide their identity, but I think there's better ways of doing that. But whatever <laughs> the case may be, there's a lot of weird shit that comes up. Um, I think one of the weirdest episodes that we had was this guy that wrote the book The Perv and he was talking about not only sexual cannibalism but he was talking about someone who couldn't have an orgasm unless they threw themselves down the steps that was really weird but let's get to the next question all right next up we got Amber I want to challenge what's something freaky and out of the box I can do sexually to keep my man on his toes Oh, I like that. Okay, Amber, I don't know, like, what your situation is or what you've already done or everybody's freak level is different, so what might be freaky to one person might not be freaky to another. Um, if you have not, like, licked his ass when you've given him head, I would try that. I would definitely, like, make sure you're giving good head. The thing, too, is do things like out like out in public like grab them in a park and go in a corner and you know do naughty things try to have sex in different places like public bathrooms and stuff like that I talk about that stuff a lot there's so many freaky things you can do if that's all stuff you've already done you could definitely introduce like toys you could do role playing there's a million things you can do that are freaky just do something that's different give them head with pop rocks give them do something different mm-hmm. that you haven't done before what would you say shorty i agree with you it really kind of depends on where you're at sexually but i do love the whole having sex in random places i know my man is very shocked when we could be in a library and i'm like what's up you got two minutes like let's go in the corner yeah (laughs) and so i would just say keep trying different things and if you've got it in your head and thought i wonder if you'd like that do it Yeah, and the thing about keeping him on his toes is just do something that's out of the box that you haven't done yet, you know. Um, You know, even in public or under the table at a restaurant, just start, like, stroking his cock or put your foot up. I mean, I love giving foot jobs in restaurants. That's, like, a lot of fun, too. And for everyone who, like, saw Snapchat and Shorty and I are good friends and we have fun, (laughs) we're both, like – I, well, I'll speak for myself, and then I'll let you speak for you. Shorty has a boyfriend. I definitely love cock. I'm definitely into guys. and I. But I like to have fun. I'm just open, and I like to have fun. Have I done stuff with girls? Yes. Have Shorty and I been together? No. We just have fun. We just joke around and have fun. So, no, Shorty is not my girlfriend. She is my sweetie that I love, and she's my good friend. Aww. And I love when she comes on the show, and she's amazing. But, Shorty, like, seriously. Like us just like joking around. I think we, I must have gotten like, honestly, I lost count, but I would say 150 to 200 pictures of hard cocks. And then, like, Ooh. a lot of people asking, a lot of people asking, like, is Shady your girlfriend? Da, 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 da. I think, oh, my gosh. And then I saw Twitter. I was like, what? Like, no. We just have fun. I just, I, I, you know, I really, like, 
And you and your boyfriend are so adorable together. I just think well, you're so thank cute. Thank you so you're much, so Zoe. I love you too. And yes, I love cock guys. I love Zoe tips. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Yes, I look at them. Yes, I strive to look like that. But I still love cock guys. It's called having fun. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. So, well, I'll go further. Like, I'll, I'm, I'm in the mood for a girl every now and then. So, hey, you know, whatever. But, you know, that's, that's a different story. Okay, go ahead. What's the next question? All right, next up we got Harold. I love to cook, so my question is, if a man were to cook you the perfect romantic meal, what would it be? Aww. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like we talk about this sometimes on the show. Like a guy who could cook is like, mm, like if he could mm-hmm. throw it on in the bedroom and the kitchen, like, and he can make me laugh, like that's a winner right there. Okay, um, I love seafood. So like seafood dish and like a veggie. I think guys need to like, they're, sometimes they can throw down, but they need to keep it balanced with like, you know, a veggie and seafood and like maybe some rice or something some rice peel off or something keep it balanced and then for dessert like champagne and strawberries and whipped cream Mm -hmm. and the whipped cream can go other places and we can have fun with that so that would be kind of like a nice romantic candlelight you know and like just chilling even seeing a man in the kitchen there's something about it that's how my ex got me that way I mean he like invited me (laughs) over to his house he had a beautiful kitchen he started like I was like relaxing and he's sitting there cooking for me and I was like oh my gosh like this is amazing so yeah what would you say what's your favorite what would be your favorite romantic meal that a guy could cook for you shorty shit if I just could have a man in the kitchen like it doesn't matter what you're cooking baby I'll be anything like (laughs) don't say that don't say that because then then some guys out there listening they're like oh shit I'm just gonna get in the kitchen I'm gonna cook (laughs) that girl some hot pockets and some pizza rolls and we're gonna go down you know this guy told me one time I met this couple and they were together for a long time and he said I kept it I kept the expectation low our first date was at McDonald's (laughs) He's like, I have, no, but this was a business owner. He's like, I have money and I have money to spend, but I kept the expectation low. You know, there's even wealthy guys that will pick up a chick in a shitty car when they have a nice car, like they got a Beamer or they got a Mercedes or they got whatever, a Land Rover, whatever they got, but they won't pick up a chick at first in a nice vehicle. They'll borrow a hoopty from one of their homies and they'll pick her up in a hoopty. So, you know, Guys, I think that's ridiculous. If you think that shit is romantic, like, please. You know what I mean? Like, you take a girl to McDonald's, like, as soon as you pulled up in the parking lot, I would have been, like, out the car ready to walk home. Like, no, don't do that shit. Like, don't ever do that shit. Okay, next question. All right, next we got Roald Sorry if I said Rodolfo, your name Rodolfo. Come on, you're Spanish. <laughs> oh, shit. I just got the ass. I didn't get to roll in the R's and shit. Oh, Rodolfo. Okay. I've seen him on your Twitter, though. He is handsome. Check him out, ladies. How do I impress someone I know is out of my league? Ooh. Okay. So this is, like, this is a huge issue with me because I'm (laughs) single. And, like, I was talking to this guy, and he was definitely, you know, um, not in my league financially. Let's put it that way. And all (laughs) he would and I actually really liked him, Shorty. Like, I really Aww. liked him. This is a guy, like, don't say any names and don't say anything. But this is a guy recently. I even told you about him, and he wasn't giving uh. up, and he was pursuing me, and it was all good, and it was cool. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, he does this for a living. He was blue collar. I'm obviously white collar. I'm a business owner. I'm an entrepreneur for years. I come from a long a line of entrepreneurs. So it kind of it's kind of weird, you know, to, like, we feel like people who, who work nine to five or work for somebody else are like that. Like you got to make your own money. You got to have your own business. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like, like I'm pulling your ass into my business and I'm going to make sure you're a fucking entrepreneur by the time I'm done with you girl. But anyway, so, yeah, absolutely. So anyway, this guy, like all he talked about was that I was out of his league. That was a major turnoff. So my advice to you would be, it doesn't matter where you've been, only where you go from here. Hear that again. It doesn't matter where you've been, 
only where you go from here. So if she's out of your league, you step up your game. And if you're not there yet, you fake it till you make it. And you let her know that you might be, you know, you might be like not there yet, but you're headed there. And that is what will turn her on. Your ambition, your drive, and your you striving for your goals and making those happen. So don't ever feel like somebody's out of your league. Just know that if that's what you want, you go after it and you get it, boy. Okay, next question. Loved that. All right, next up we got Courtney. Do you think the saying to love or to be loved is true? Can it be just as strong on both sides? I hate that saying, like, to be loved or to be loved. It's like, so, what is the question? Go jerk off in the fucking whatever. Okay, so, um, you know, it's funny. I automatically make the jerk off, like, thing with my hand. Like, you can hear my charm bracelet. Like, I'm just, like, I'm, like, to be loved or to be loved, and then I just automatically, like, jerk my hand off like I'm jerking off a cock. Okay, um, this is how I feel about it. I mean, reality is reality. I've had so many relationships, and I'm just going to keep it real. And I've been coaching people for over a decade. Yes, over a decade. Everybody who thinks I'm, like, you know, such a young pop, no. I've been doing this for a while. And every relationship, it seems like there's one person who loves the other more. That's just the reality of it. Now, sometimes um, in good relationships, it'll balance itself out, and sometimes – one is always giving more. It's never 50-50. It's always like, you know, 80-20 because when one is weak, the other one should be stronger, and that's what a good relationship is all about. So sometimes maybe you love him more, and then at that time, and then there's times where he's going to love you more, and it's a balancing game, and it's walking a fine line, and it's all about communication, and and relationships are a lot of work. But honestly, to love or to be loved, I do think it could go both ways, but I also think that reality is that it usually doesn't. It usually, it really usually doesn't. Okay. What do you think, Shorty? I think you're right. It doesn't always, someone does always give more, but I do think the key thing is to find someone who loves differently than you do so you don't feel like you're giving too much of yourself. Right. I definitely, but then again, you could get screwed over and be cooking dinner every night and got an asshole on the couch. Uh, and then you don't stay with that person there's no way like that's horrible that's misery that is misery why be miserable life is too short okay let's go to the next question all right next we got linda i love your show and i'm wondering what made you decide to start dr zoe today okay um I was really excited when I got my doctorate degree because I wanted to be Dr. Zoe. Um, so I thought that was really cool. And I did radio in the past. I was an agent in the music industry for a long time, and I did a lot of television um, and a lot of radio shows promoting my artists. And then I was in the nonprofit sector, and I had a nonprofit organization. I did a lot of television for that, and I loved that. And then my publicist and I, we started Zoe and Friends, um, I guess several years ago, and we had so much fun with it and it got such a huge response so after going through like a three-year crappy relationship and you know still um, running my business catapult enterprises I was like you know what my business is so serious and what I do is I'm a confidant to celebrities to professional athletes to um, a lot of mega church leaders which is really surprising and a lot and some politicians so basically affluent men and what I am is I'm a life coach and I give them advice about finances about their team about their business about and it really always comes down to love sex and relationships what's going on in their business has a lot to do with what's going on at home in their marriage or they're in their relationships or in their sex lives so because I've been giving advice and listening to men for so many years it just makes sense love sex and relationships is probably my expertise I've had my own personal life experiences plus I've heard millions upon millions of stories and given advice Um, I feel like I give advice from my core it's not just me and my personality and my mind it's more of like a intuition thing so it's really powerful and that's why I started the show because I feel like 
people are too afraid to talk about sex. It's so taboo. And like, even like parents, especially, um, I know with my mom, it was really a huge problem. She really didn't talk to me about sex that much. So I want to be that person who tells you everything mama didn't want you to know. (laughs) That's one of the reasons. And just to give really good advice about love, sex, and relationships and give a forum, a platform for people to talk about this stuff because, you know, sexuality has changed and evolved over the years. And so we're like in a day where we really need to talk about this stuff because sex is so prevalent and things change. Okay, next question. All right, next we got Ron. What do you do when a girl gets really clingy and you're not ready to get serious? Mm. <laughs> um, you know what, Ron. you're you're younger. I, I, I can't really relate to this, Ron, but what I would say is um, you just got to be honest with her. You just got to tell her. You just got to be like, baby, look. And just the, you can say fuck you with a smile on your face and it'd be acceptable. You know, that's like the beauty of the way you deliver things, the way that you say things. And if you're just really sweet about it and you're like, baby, look, like I'm feeling you, I think you're hot, like I really enjoy being with you, but I'm not ready to like settle down or get serious. Like if I was, then, you know, maybe like you just tell her, like I'd definitely be interested in you, but I'm not ready yet. And I think just being open and honest is the key to, you know, any great connection or relationship. And just tell her if she's like too much PDA and she's just being too kink clingy in public, she was like, you know, just nicely, don't be an asshole, just nicely be like, babe, like chill, you know, like just chill with that. And um, what would you say? I would really say the same thing and just kind of let her know, like, listen, if you want a serious boyfriend, I am not for you at the moment, you know, I don't know you want something casual and fun. I don't know your age, but if you guys are younger, explain to her that in time of being good friends and sexual friends and anything else could lead to something serious, but you are not ready for that just yet. Right now, you're more about having fun and getting laid. That's okay. (laughs) Okay, next question. All right, next up we got Christine. Is it true that when in a straight relationship, if the girl has sex with another girl, it isn't cheating? Um, no, I think it is cheating. I think that if you're in a monogamous relationship and you go and fuck around with a girl and your man thinks that you're in a monogamous relationship, then it doesn't matter, I mean, who it is, it's cheating. Now, some relationships, if it has been expressed and it has been discussed that you know, and the guy or, you know, the girl, you're like, you know, babe, like, I don't really care if you, like, kiss a girl or something like that. Like, if it's been openly discussed and it's accepted, every relationship is different. So there's open relationships, there's monogamous relationships, there's there's so many different relationships. But if you are in a committed monogamous relationship and you go off with anyone, even no matter what sex it is, it doesn't matter. It's still cheating. But if your man is like down for that and he's openly expressed that he doesn't consider it cheating and that's like okay, then it depends on the couple. What would you say, Shorty? Really the same thing. I mean, you, she's asking, is it true, as if it's like a rule? I've never heard that. I really think that's more of, discuss, you know, something you discuss. If I said, right. baby, do you care if I'm going out with another female? He'd probably be like, well, which one, you know, and guess how hot she is. Because I know if it was, a, like, you know, a fatter one, he'd be okay. But if she's too fine, and I might actually, he might. Yeah, 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 so yeah. So I would really just ask, you know, I think that's I think that's within a relationship. I don't think that's in the rule book, you know. I don't think that's a set thing. Okay, next question. And I think every relationship is different. Every relationship is different. I have, you know, I had Keith Webb on who was on Men of the Strip, and he is in the Chippendales um, in Vegas, and he's an amazing guy. He's so adorable. I mean, fine. The guy is fine. And he's in an open relationship and him and his woman, they like, you know, and I'm like, well, like, that's not my thing. That's <laughs> you know I mean? not my thing. Like, I don't want to share. Like, I'm not, I, it's not my thing. Like I, it's, you know, but everyone is different. So what this show is about is really accepting people 
in their own sexual, like, freedom. And whatever your choices are, you know, gay, straight, trans, you know, I mean, whatever it is. If you're a lesbian, if you're a lesbian who uh, dresses up like, you know, this and you like that and then you want to go over here, whatever your thing is, we want to accept you for who you are and just be authentically you. So every relationship is different. Okay, next question. All right, next up we got Anonymous. Any suggestions on having sex for the first time? What to expect and what to do so it won't be awkward since I'm in my 30s. Okay, I remember you. You snapped me. I told you to write in to the show. And thank you. I I get so many people who contact me, and I'm way too busy to answer questions. So I really appreciate that you wrote into the show. Um, yeah, I um, first of all, I want you to work on your self-confidence. Um, you're in your 30s, and, you know, there's a reason why you haven't sexually expressed yourself yet and you haven't been with someone. And I think that it's most important to work on your self-confidence, get yourself confident. It doesn't matter really what you look like. It's the matter of being the best version of yourself. You need to know that there's somebody out there for everyone. Look around you and see there's all different kinds of couples. So there, work on your self-confidence and be the best version of you that you could be. Don't compare yourself to anyone else, but be the best version of yourself. Work on your self-confidence. Go out there and meet people. Don't be afraid to talk pe- to people because if you're in your 30s and you haven't lost your virginity, you know, something's going on. Once you work on your self-confidence and you're out there and you're meeting people, you're going to connect with someone. Then you just let nature take its course. Just relax and let nature take its course. Wait till you have a connection with someone. Don't just be with somebody random if it's your first time. And have fun with it. Laugh at yourself. You know, sex is about having fun. It's not about like this, like major, like, you know, oh, meet me in the bedroom at 8 o'clock and be wearing this and all this stuff. It's nothing formal. Just have fun with it. Just have a good time. But I would work on your self confidence and I would be open to meeting people and talking to people. And, and then once you connect with someone, just go ahead and let nature take its course and just relax and enjoy. The more that you relax and enjoy, the more you're going you're gonna to enjoy it. And meanwhile, masturbate like crazy. Like get yourself off <laughs> like crazy so you know what gets you off. So I, that would be my advice. What do you say, Shorty? I'm thinking she's lucky because she's not going to be fucking on the cartoon sheet that I had to deal with. So I think, I mean, I think at her age, you're really going to skip the awkwardness and hopefully, like you said, she'll be with someone who, who probably has had sex, but will take the time to make sure it is in a bedroom and it's comfortable and it, you know, so I really think it's all about, you know, being comfortable and like you said, relax, lay back and enjoy. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Next question. All right. Next up, we got Craig. I broke up with my girlfriend three years because she is constantly a bitch to my 12-year-old sister. My girlfriend is 21. Am I wrong? Well, that's a shame. That really sucks. Um, No, I don't think you're wrong. I think family comes first. I always, you know... Uh, teach people, like, blood is thicker than water. No matter what we want to do, like, our blood is our blood. And sometimes, you know, sometimes we do have situations where family is nasty and we got to turn our back on family, and that's unfortunate. But um, in this situation, if your your sister is 12, like, no matter what a brat she is, she's 12. So I don't know if your sister's a major pain in the butt or if she's a brat, but even if she is, she's only 12. So if your girlfriend was constantly a bitch to her, then I think you did the right thing. Um, No, I don't think you're wrong because if she was a bitch to your 12-year-old sister, maybe there was some jealousy there. Maybe there was something underlying, but what's going to happen when you guys stay together and she's in other situations with other people? Is she going to be a bitch to them too? Is she going to be jealous of other relationships in the family? So, um, no, I don't think you made the wrong decision. What do you think, Shorty? Yeah, any girl I didn't like, my brother kicked to the curve, so you did right. (laughs) Yeah, he didn't. He's currently married now because I like her, but any girl before that had to go. How old is your brother? Is your brother older or younger than you? My brother is older than me. He is going to be, what now, 28, 27? Oh, cool. 
Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. I've never met your brother. Okay, what's the next question? All right, we got Mike. How do I tell my wife that it turns me on to think about her being with other men? <laughs> okay, <laughs> like this is common. It's not that uncommon. A lot of guys talk about this and write this in. And I think, again, communication. If you think she's going to totally freak about it, um, I would be really careful on how you tell her. Um, is it just playtime fantasy you want to talk dirty about it in bed or do you actually want her to do it that's a big part of it um you know if you're married to this woman and she's your wife you should know like what her comfort levels are i would you know if this is going to really turn you on i would first talk about it gently i'd bring it up gently in bed if she's an open person then go for it um you know your wife better than anyone. So, you know, you have to figure out what's the best way to bring it up. Again, like this is a big thing with guys. They like thinking about their women being fucked by someone else. And for us women, it's really difficult for us to wrap our head around that because a lot of like for women, a lot of times sexual connection is more emotional. So it's like, why would you want to see me with somebody else? But sometimes there's a lot of guys, and I would I would venture to say like 50% or more, it really turns them on thinking about their woman like just watching them be fucked. And it's not necessarily bad, ladies. It's that he considers you an object of desire. So psychology-wise, it's not a bad thing. It's just hard for us to understand as women, I think. What do you think, Shui? Yeah. Yeah. I definitely agree. I think men want, you know, want to know that their girl is desired. I just say be careful giving out too many hall passes or she just might end up on the right hall. And, you know, the other dude's dick game, you might not get a Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Hell yeah. Be careful what you ask Shorty hit it right that time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you right, she gone. Like, I mean, kids and all, she'll be like, listen, you gave me the hall pass. It's fine, baby. I'm just going to go spend the weekend with him. And yeah, you're going to be stuck at home. Good D. I got that good yeah. D. Right, exactly. Yes. Exactly. So, Mike, you might. Jerking mm-hmm. off, thinking, oh, shit, she's getting fucked by another dude, and I promise you your dick won't be hard thinking about it that time. Right, exactly. So you might want to reconsider this. Okay, next yeah. question. <laughs> All right. Next we got Anne. My boyfriend won't invite me out with him when he goes out with his friends because he says I'm boring. I don't drink because I don't want to consume 500 empty calories and 100 grams of sugar. It hurts my feelings that he doesn't want me with him. Is he being... Irrational. Um, mm-hmm. You're irrational. I say go have a drink and get a cheeseburger too, bitch. Like, okay, my boyfriend won't invite me out with him. Okay, wait, wait, wait. What was it? I won't drink because I don't want to consume 500 empty calories or 100 grams of sugar. Like, you are fucking boring. Like, really, like, like straight up, like... I mean, I understand I understand that it's important to be comfortable with yourself. And everybody, like, I'm a bigger girl. I'm thick as shit. I mean, you know, Shorty got big old titties and a big old ass. She's comfortable. But it's important that we're comfortable with ourselves no matter what. But you can't go have a drink, bitch. Like, you're boring. You're fucking boring. I don't want to, and I don't want to have 500 empty calories. <laughs> And all that sugar, oh, my God. Okay, so if you're that concerned with that, then I hate to see how you are in bed. Okay. <laughs> End of story. Go eat a cheeseburger, bitch. Okay. Yeah. I just, I think, yeah, I think you're irrational. I do. Go have a drink every once in a while. It's your boyfriend. He says you're boring. If you're boring like that, you're probably boring in bed, too. So, and thank you for listening. Pick up some tips. God bless you. Okay, next question. All right, next up we got Bruce. My wife and I have been married for a year and a half. We have cheeseburger, bitch. Twice- Don't forget a greasy ass motherfucking cheeseburger. Okay, <laughs> go ahead, Bruce. <laughs> we, my wife and I have been married for a year and a half. 
We have sex twice a week, which I know isn't too bad, but it's very boring. She won't talk about fantasies, do anything kinky, or try new things. I've tried talking to her about it, and she'll just say something like, I'm not into that sort of thing. I just want her to try. Please help. (laughs) (laughs) I hear the same shit every day from men. Okay, first of all, let's talk to the bitches. Hi, bitches. And I mean that with all the love in the world, you motherfucking <laughs> bitches. Listen, you don't get married and stop fucking. All that pussy and all that head and all that sexiness and all that naughtiness that you gave him to get his ass married, you need to keep giving him. This is why so many men are going out and cheating because you're not holding it down at home, okay? So here's a guy. This is, I hear this from men constantly. This is why a lot of times I will take the guy's side of the story because I will take the guy's side because I've heard so many of their stories and it always seems to be the same. That's why I say wah, 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 wah. I got (laughs) married. My wife stopped fucking me. She's boring. She won't try anything. People evolve and people change. If you're going to be in a relationship from the jump, you got to understand that you guys are going to evolve as people. You're going to change. You need to keep it spicy. When you you first get in a relationship the sex is on point i mean i hope you girls hold out for a little while because if you want to get him with and you really want him to want your pussy you don't need to be spreading like peanut butter on the first couple nights you need to you need to like you know ration that ass at first but then when it goes down and you give him that and you guys have great sex and the sex is amazing for a while what happens after three months after six months after like a year max the honeymoon is over and the sex starts sucking and things wind down or you keep it going because you want that rock you want that ring you want to tie him down in marriage and then once you have him married you stop fucking him and that's when he fucks his secretary and that's when he meets a girl at the lingerie shop and fucks in the dressing room and that's when he gets his dick sucked by a hooker and that's when he goes and he has is wondering what to do so this guy Bruce is actually writing in Bruce I can't believe you used your real name but anyway he writes and he's talking about his wife and him being married for a year and a half. Bitch, please, a year and a half ain't shit. You can't hold it down and keep your man happy for a year and a half. (laughs) So what I would say, Bruce, is listen to this show. Listen to this show with her. Even if you just go to the Ask Dr. Zoe questions, there are so many shows in my archives that 101 Nights of Great Sex, Uh, for couples. There's so many shows that I've done that you can go and listen in iTunes, you can listen in the app that will help your relationship. Communication is key. You have to talk to her. You have to be like, baby, listen, I don't want to cheat on you. I want to be a good man and I want to stay faithful and loyal and honest and true in this relationship, but I need us to spice it up, baby. You need to just be real with her and, you know, try to save the relationship as much as possible. If it's still for another year and a half, I say leave. I'm not, I'm not kidding. I do not believe in staying in a miserable marriage. I just I just don't. I believe in marriage, but I believe in divorce too. And I know a lot of Christians are going to hate me for saying that, but you don't. <laughs> if you can't fix it, if you're doing your best and you can't fix it, do you really think that it's God's will for one of his children to be fucking miserable and in like a caged tiger? Hell no. Alright, next question. <laughs> Alright, I really like this one we got coming up. Her name's Samantha. I'm 21, and I'm only attracted to black men, not just because of the stereotype that they're packing more, just have always found them more attractive. I come from a white southern family where it is not, not one black fam- where there is not one black family member. They are racist, and I'm afraid that if I date a black man, they will not accept him. Any advice would be appreciated. Okay, um, you know, this is a huge thing with me, and it has been for years and years and years. And if you look at anything I do, whether it's, you know, my blog, um, drzoeblog.com, if it's my business, catapultent.com, and that's catapult with a K, K A T A P U L T E N T.com, for years and years and years, I've been talking about breaking down barriers, whether it's race, religion, whether it's your sexual preference. Um, we have 
to be the change. We have to, you know, like who is, I think it was Gandhi that said, be the change you want to see in the world. We have to be the people that break the cycle. So, sweetie, listen, you go after what you like and you make your family adjust and to catch up with, you know, the times, everything that we do to help, you know, um, when it comes to interracial relationship or race, you know, relations, period, because there's so many things. It's just like when I feel like there's peace happening, then something happens and, you know, the cops, like, kill somebody or something happens that makes it so hard. But everything that we can do as individuals to make um, the world a better place and to – teach and show love and acceptance no matter what color no matter what race no matter what denomination of religion um you know is what makes it good so i would say be brave go ahead and get what you want and what you desire and then let your family catch up with you and just break the cycle break the cycle of racism you know i mean i love it. it yeah i had to do it a lot in my family and you know, I mean, we make choices, and I, I don't have one regret. I don't have one single regret. And, you know, I've just seen so many people go through so much stuff. And interracial couples are beautiful, so beautiful. And mixed babies are even more beautiful. So, <laughs> hey, go after what you want. Okay, next question. All right, next up we got Anonymous. I'm 20 years old. I love my boyfriend but really don't like sex. We've been together for a little over a year, and every time he wants to have sex, I really hate it. But when, but I enjoy our time together. Besides that, is something wrong with me? No, maybe you're just a young 20-year-old, and you weren't ready. You know, maybe you just weren't ready to be sexually active. Not only that, but the truth is this. Okay, so I've had a decent amount of relationships. And one of my first serious relationships, the guy wasn't that sexual. Like, um, that was a seven-year relationship. That was tough. You know, like, everybody's freak level, sexual level is different. Some people are very, very sexed, like me and Shorty. And then some people, <laughs> some people aren't that sex. Like, some people just don't need sex, like, that much, or it's not something that's very, that important to to them. And for us, sometimes it's hard to understand that, or maybe it's hard for your boyfriend to understand that, but you just got to tell him, and if he keeps pressuring you, then you have to be in a relationship that's comfortable and conducive to who you are. And if you don't like sex, then I would, again, Again, you're only 20. I would explore yourself and make sure that you're getting yourself off because a lot of people, they don't know how to orgasm themselves. So then when they have sex, they don't know what's making them feel good. So I would I would masturbate a lot. I would explore yourself, explore your sexuality, see what gets you off, see what turns you on, and see if you, you know, really don't like sex or is it that you just haven't experienced you know, the sensation of an amazing orgasm yet. So I would, you know, explore yourself. If it is that you really just don't like sex, then I would look a little deeper into what the reasons why are for that, and I'd communicate with him, no, there's nothing wrong with you. Everyone is different. Don't ever think something is wrong with you. Okay, next question. All right, next we got Santiago. My wife is very religious. How can I convince her that it's God's will for us to have anal sex? oh my goodness okay well there is actually a way okay Santiago so I grew up religious so I know the Bible front to back I went to uh, Christian schools my whole life and I was raised in the church and um, Santiago the Bible says that the marriage bed is undefiled so this is your wife and the Bible says that the marriage bed is undefiled, which means anything goes. So if you want to have anal sex with your wife, you need to look up the scripture and you need to say, look, this is what the Bible says. It also says in the Bible that her body becomes yours and your body becomes hers. So if you want to have anal sex with her, technically religious-wise, if she's so religious, then she should know that her body belongs to you. So you can 
have sex with any hole you want to have sex with on her body, right? But then you have to realize that it also says that your body belongs to her. So if she wants to do something nasty to you afterwards, you better be down for it. So there you go, Santiago. <laughs> Just look up the scriptures, dude. It's pretty simple. Okay, next question. Okay. Cindy, what to do when you're attracted to your stepson? I'm being serious. Yeah. Please don't laugh. Okay, there is like this is very common too. Very common. Very, very, very common. Cindy, you're not alone. I mean, there's tons of porn about this. It's very common. <laughs> it's not like I was married and the guy had uh two two sons and like I would like come out of the room and one of the guy one of the teenagers was like in a towel like look at my long schlong kind of thing and you know whatever like this is a very common kind of thing as the stepmom it's your position if you're going to have a happy marriage you have to be the parent you have to be the parent no matter what even if you get in uncomfortable situations and I've been in a couple uncomfortable situations at moments like Oh, Mama Zoe, my neck hurts. I got like a, um, I got like a thing on my neck. Can you rub my neck real quick? And you know, like there's uncomfortable situations that are gonna happen. But you're attracted to him. But this is his. This is your man's son. You can't overstep the bounds. It's absolutely like you just can't do it. You just absolutely can't do it. Not only will it destroy your marriage, but you will not like yourself. So. Every little fantasy you have, I would put it in the back of your mind and let it go, <laughs> seriously. Like, you can't overstep those bounds. It's just it's not healthy for you. It's not healthy for anyone, and it's just going to cause a lot of problems. Okay, <laughs> next question. <laughs> All right, Geneva. I'm 31, and I'm desperately in love with a man who's 40. He asked me to marry him, and I want to, but I, but he's been married four times before. Should I do it? Oh, Lord. I don't know. People change. Who knows what the four times were? Who knows what the situation is? Geneva, beautiful name, by the way. Beautiful name. 31, he's 40. That's not too bad of an age difference. Um, You know, I, I would look into the reasons why he was married four times and it didn't work. Should you do it? I would, hell, yeah, take a pause and step back and, and really look at the situation before you jump into it since he has been married four times. Obviously, he's not really good <laughs> at it. You know, something must be wrong. It's not, It's you know, obviously it's not all, you know, the other people's fault four times. I mean, five times the charms, I don't know, 40 years old, I, I don't know. Like, I would definitely look into, like, why, what's the situation. But maybe he's evolved, maybe it's different, who knows. I would definitely pursue Proceed with caution. Next question. <laughs> what do you think about that? I mean, you're young, but what would you say? I would say get the ring and say, can we stay engaged for a little bit? Maybe he's crazy. Um, maybe he's not. Um, I would definitely say, why can't you guys just kind of keep dating more or being engaged even? You can be engaged for five years, you know. But why does it yeah. have to be marriage, you know? I know, and, I agree. I mean, if he's pushing you to get married, then, yes, that's probably why he's been divorced so many times. Because, it, you know, you fall in love so quickly, but you fall out of love just as quick. That's true. That's very, very true. Good advice. Okay, next question. All right, we got confused. My boyfriend keeps asking me to put my dildo up his ass when I'm sucking his <laughs> Wait, 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 wait. Give me a second. Okay. <laughs> okay, go again. Start over. My boyfriend keeps asking me to put my dildo up his ass while I'm sucking his cock. I don't mind doing it, but he's getting off to it so much, and the way he's grinding his ass on it makes me feel like he's definitely been with a man. Should I ask him? Yes. Um. Okay. Well, first of all, a lot of things that people, like, maybe they know but they forget is that a guy's G-spot isn't his ass. Like, it's actually, like, a knuckle length up his ass. So, like, if you were to stick your finger in your man's ass, it's about, like, to the first knuckle. It's like, um, it feels kind of like a walnut. But seriously, I'm going to be straight with you. A man's G-spot, the 
the ass, the anal, it has so many nerve endings. And guys like that stimulation. It doesn't mean that he's been with a man. It doesn't mean he might just like the way that it feels because it's really weird that, you know, this is the way that men were created. But if you, like, even if you're giving, if you're giving head to him and you're stimulating his, his penis and his dick is in your mouth and it's rock hard and you're licking his balls and you're sticking this dildo up his ass, of course it's going to feel incredible because, uh, you know, and some guys aren't even open to it, but they're, but their G-spot is in their ass. So it doesn't mean that he's been with a guy at all. Um, do you feel like, you know, you want to ask him? Then you should. It should be an open enough relationship where you could just be like, and again, it's all in the way that you deliver it. And it should be like, you know, while you're in bed and you're snuggling, maybe after sex, maybe before sex, and you're just like, baby, I just want to ask you this and don't get mad at me, but have you ever been with a guy? Like, just ask him. Just talk about it openly. Definitely ask him. What do you say? Shorty? Yeah, definitely ask him. I mean, if you if he really grinded on that, you know, would ask him. Be like, baby, you're, it would be so sexy if you were ever with a man. Have you ever been with one? Don't make him feel scared to tell you, but definitely ask him. I don't know. If you don't want him to be with a man, I don't know if I would say it's sexy for him to be with one because then he might be like, yeah, I'm down. And then you're sitting there in a threesome (laughs) and he's getting rammed and you're just like, hoo-hoo-hoo, you know, so I don't know about all that. But, yeah, definitely. I do think you should ask him. I do think you should ask him. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, next question. All right, next we got Lynn. My boyfriend is 24 and I'm only 18. He goes out to drink with his boys, and I feel not only left behind, but I think he cheats on me when he's out with them. What is the best way for me to play detective and find out? Mm, Good question. (laughs) Good question. Okay, so um, if you think that he's cheating, you know, it's it's one of two things. Either you don't trust yourself or you don't trust him. Okay, so either, or it could be that you have been hurt in the past, so maybe you don't trust him, um, because it's hard to trust once your trust has been, you know, you've been hurt in the past, so your trust level isn't there and stuff like that, but it definitely sounds like you don't really trust him. Um, How can you play detective? There's so many ways to play detective. Um, you know, if you have access to his phone, I would definitely try to get a hold of his phone. Um, I would, you know, be really nonchalant about it. And, you know, speaking of, like, the queen of sneaky, I've got Shorty here. So, Shorty, <laughs> like, you know how to, like, play detective, you know? Like, I haven't really had this problem, so I don't I, I don't know. But I can, I can understand where she's concerned because she's obviously not going going out drinking with his, you know, with his friends, and she feels left behind, but then when he goes out and he drinks with his boys, and he might just be with his boys, just because he's with his boys doesn't mean he's cheating, but if you, sometimes a woman's intuition is definitely on point, and we just need to find the evidence, so Shorty, give her some, some advice about finding the evidence. I love this because I can relate to this, my man is way older than me, totally allowed to drink, I'm 19, I but my best advice is fake ID, bitch, go out too. Like, why? I mean, if you really think that he's cheating, then I maybe he's just not even the right person for you. Right. But I would say, like, when my man goes out drinking, I can tell you right now, yes, there's other women in the bar, and yes, things get flirty, but think about the situation flipped. If I'm in a bar and I'm drinking and the dude next to me is like, you know, you're looking mighty fine tonight, I'm going to be like, why, thank you. You know, but that doesn't mean there's cheating. You know, you can have a drink and get loose and nothing can be done. You know, there is harmless things out there. But I definitely, I would ride out, you know. Or she is asking way. how she can play detective, though. <clears throat> so maybe a oh, fake, well, like I had a fake ID when I was like, gosh, I don't even know. I think I was 15 or 16 years old. Like, I, I had a fake ID because not so I could go drink. I loved to dance when I was young. So yeah. I was constantly wanting to go dance. So I had fake IDs since I can remember to get into clubs to dance because I love to dance. It wasn't about drinking for me. But I would say this, how to play detective, 
you know, definitely like, you know, his friends, I would like yep, the phone, friends. I would, and when you're at, like, if you don't live together, when you're like, I would like look around his car, look around his apartment, I would, you know, look for signs, and you should know your man well enough to know if something's going on, and again, communicate, yeah. just come right out and ask him and just be like, and you should know, like, if a guy gets really defensive, usually he's guilty, or if he looks away and he keeps looking to the left or looking to the right and he doesn't make eye contact when you ask him a question, he's fucking lying. Like, you should be able to read his body language. You should know your man good enough to know when he's lying. So, yeah. you know, I would, I would definitely talk to him about it. Because for her to write in, she feels like he's cheating. So, yeah. um, so I would check it. Okay, next question. All right, next we got Justin. I'm a senior in high school, and I've been with the same girl for two years. Every time I try and break up with her, she acts completely crazy and gives me every sexual favor you can imagine. <laughs> I really want to move on with my life. How do I shake this bad habit? Okay, <laughs> so you're, like, addicted. You're addicted to the sex, and you said she's crazy, though. I mean, okay, so how if you're a senior in high school and you have this crazy bitch in your life like how are you going to move on with your life you're going to have to just tell her you're going to have to stop it sounds like it's more of a sexual addiction for you like she yeah. gives you every sexual favor you can imagine so she's using sex as a weapon you know i mean she's obviously uh, if she's crazy, she doesn't have anything else to offer. So it sounds like she's a stupid bitch who, you know, needs to move on, but the only thing that she can use is her pussy and sexual favors <laughs> to keep you around, and it uh, it's obvious that you want to move on. So you need to tell her to fuck off, and you need to start. I would definitely, because you're a senior in high school, I would definitely not go cold turkey. I would start dating somebody else and seeing somebody else right away because that's going to, I hate to say that, and if you were older, I wouldn't give that advice, but because you're a kid and you're a senior in high school, in order to end a really dysfunctional relationship, it's almost like that Band-Aid or, like we say, rebound or whatever is necessary at that age to get this other girl off your back. And then stand your ground and stand your ground no matter how much she throws it in your face, no matter how much she tries to, you know, convince you, then, you know, whatever. Just keep dating other girls. Be with other girls and focus on your future. You're a senior in high school. This is the toughest year of your life so far. Senior year is tough to get through as it is. So I would definitely definitely try to break the bad habit. What do you say about this? Because... Same girl, two years. Every time I try to break up with her, she acts completely crazy and gives me every sexual favor you can imagine. I mean, he says he really wants to move on with his life. What would you say? If you really want to move on, stop fucking her. Like, I mean, that right there keeps bringing her back. I had this friend of mine who he broke up with his girlfriend. She was always crazy, and then she'd fuck his brains out, and he'd be like, well, I'll take her back for a little bit. But you're giving her mixed signals. If you really want to leave, leave and go fuck somebody else. Get on Tinder. God damn it. Like, <laughs> I mean, Don't get on Tinder. You're in high school. There's plenty of girls every day all around you. No Tinder. Don't listen to that. Dr. Zoe says no. There's girls everywhere, baby boy. Go and get them. It doesn't, you know, if she's crazy, I'm sure there's other girls in your school or other schools around, and there's girls everywhere. Yeah. No Tinder. Tinder, you're gonna you're gonna get a you know you're gonna get something you didn't you didn't bargain for. So. Crazy no, 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 yeah, or like you know something that he doesn't want, like you know. Okay, anyway, like I could just imagine this kid in high school. Doctor Zoe told me to get on Tinder, and I did, and and this chick had a dick, and oh my god, mom, I don't know what to do. Am I gay? Like I, we don't need that shit. Okay, no Tinder for a boy, and you know if he's in high school, then there's plenty of ass around. Just look around and stop, you know, break this habit. Okay, next, what do, I think we, what do we have? Do we have another question or is that it? No, we've got one more. Okay. This is from Anonymous. I recently got married and I love my beautiful wife, but I can't help feeling trapped. It's like the walls are closing in on me. I went to get, I went to an orgy party and I cheated on her with not just mm. women, but men too. And okay. I'm not even gay. I feel horrible about it. And he got I on Tinder. It's... He got on Tinder. Okay, I'm sorry. Go <laughs> ahead. Finish the question. I feel horrible about it. You should. And I know it's the only sense of freedom I will ever feel. How do I stop myself from doing it again, Dr. Zoe? 
Okay. Um, you recently got married. See, this is a huge thing. I have a friend, and he's probably listening. He's getting married in two weeks. <laughs> Anyway, um, he and he like is a he did well. This girl is gorgeous. She's like she looks like she's out of his league. She's adorable. He did really good for himself, but he's still like, oh my gosh, I say I do in two weeks. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, like fuck, fuck, fuck. Because when we get married, there's a part of us, and it's just human nature that feels trapped. So I could totally relate to what you're saying about feeling like you're trapped or the walls are closing in on you. That is just human nature. But you made the decision to get married. You made the decision to say I do. You made the decision to make this commitment. And now you have to honor it. So if you can't honor it, you need to get out of it. If you absolutely cannot honor it, you have to end it because it's not fair to the girl that you married for you to go and have an orgy and be with all these people and then you're bringing that home. Hopefully you're having safe sex. Hopefully you had safe sex. But regardless, you cheated. You feel horrible because it is horrible. You don't get married if you're not ready or if you can't be in a committed monogamous relationship and that's the decision that you made. Now, if you want to live like a freak, live like a freak, but don't have somebody else on the side that's married to you and thinks that they're in a monogamous relationship and you're coming home after sleeping with all kinds of people. That's wrong and you should feel horrible. So take care of the situation and be honest with yourself. So, Shorty, what would you say, Shorty, to the guy? I, I think, I think, you know, I think it is horrible, and he probably He's got an on asshole. Tinder. Yeah, he probably got on Tinder. He probably, you know, or Craigslist or something like that. All this stuff is so crazy. But, okay, everybody, that's all we have time for tonight. If you have a question on love, sex, or relationships, you can submit it once again via the Dr. Zoe Today app, or you can just hashtag AskDrZoe on Twitter, or simply go to DrZoeToday.com. Shorty, thank you so much for being on the show with me tonight, girl. Love Thank you, you very so much. much. Yes, and everyone tune in next time to your connection for pop sexuality. Go, 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 shorty. It's your birthday. We gonna party like it's your birthday. We gonna sip a party like it's your birthday. And you know we don't give a fuck if that's your birthday. You can find me in the club. Bottle full of bub, look mommy, I got the eggs, so get in the taking drugs. I'm in the having sex, I ain't in the making love, so come give me a hug, get in the getting rough. You can find me in the club, bottle full of bub, look mommy, I got the eggs, so get in the taking drugs. I'm in the having sex, I ain't in the making love, so come give me a hug, get in the getting rough. When I pull up out front, you see the Benz on dub. When I roll 20 deep, it's 29s in the club. Niggas heard I fuck with Dre, now they wanna show me love. When you sell like Eminem and the O's, they wanna Fuck, but homie ain't nothing change. Hold down, G's up. I see exhibit in the cut. A nigga roll that weed up. Roll that.